And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully you guys are having a terrific week. Uh, just me today. I'm going to do some listener mail. Um, finally got into a, a, a groove of doing listener mail every few weeks. I'm going to continue doing it. I always love answering you guys' questions. We have some great questions, as always. Um, guys, if, uh, before I jump into listener mail, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at No Gimmicks Pod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to subscribe. If you are an Apple user, please take a few seconds uh, to leave us a five-star rating and a good review. We really appreciate that. And if you like the show and want to get involved, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the No Gimmicks Podcast. And I get all I get all of my listener mail questions from Twitter. So make sure you go over there, uh, follow us on Twitter, No Gimmicks Pod, or me personally, at Brady Leonard. Uh, that's how you can get your questions answered for the next listener mail episode. Let's jump right into it. First question. How does the Pentagon accidentally send $6.2 billion to Ukraine? Um, this was a sarcastic question. <laughs> I know that. And obviously, we all know this is no accident. Um, this is going to keep happening because all of Congress, besides Rand Paul, Mike Lee, Tom Massey, and a, a handful of others, Chip Roy, um, and a couple others, are, are all in on funding this war indefinitely. Um, the War is a bipartisan issue, apparently. Um, so the government can just print whatever they want and send it to Ukraine, and there will never be an audit. There's never going to be any accountability. We have no idea what's happening to any of this money. Um, it's just that these people are, are bought and paid for by the military-industrial complex, so the wars will continue. And the fact that your government is... Your government is just mocking you, right? I mean, they're laughing to your face. We're already, what, almost $32 trillion in debt. They're just telling you they will steal as much of your money as they want and send it to Ukrainian Nazis whenever they want, and there's not a darn thing you can do about it. They hate you. I mean, these people absolutely hate you, and they're mocking you. Um, it really is disgusting. How historic is Corrine Jean in identity hire, and isn't it awesome that she's so historically gay and black and gay? Um, press secretary is a job that requires... The only way, like, they're going to do this with everything, but like, it's a job that requires zero skills. Like, you just get up there and lie for the regime. Like, anybody can do that. It's like bragging about being the first gay black fast food worker. You know, like, nearly anyone can do it. And I get that they have to play the gay card or the race card or the race gay card, gay race card <laughs> with everything. Um, but it's like, yeah, man, it, it's a weird one. It's just a, it's a, it's just a paid liar for for the regime. I mean, my goodness, anybody can do that. How about those Stanley Cup winning Vegas Golden Knights? Man, I got a hockey question the last time I did listener mail a few weeks ago, and I'll say it again. I do not watch hockey. I've seen one hockey game in my life, and it was live uh, here in Toledo, Ohio. We have a minor league hockey team called the Toledo Walleye, and no, that's not a joke. Um, we're all about the walleye <laughs> in, in this neck of the woods. But I went to one game one time with some friends, and it was cool, you know. Wasn't any fights, which was kind of disappointing. I think that's the main reason why people watch hockey. But I've I've literally never watched an NHL game in my life, so I have no opinion whatsoever. DeSantis is down twenty one points to Trump right now. 
Um, does he still have a chance? Um, I mean, I can answer this a bunch of different ways. Like, of course he has a chance. I don't know what chance. Um, and honestly, I'm done predicting elections. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> if you guys have been listening to the podcast for, for a while, you know, I, I, I get every single one of these wrong. I mean, I, I thought Trump would lose in 2016 and he won. I thought Trump would win easily in 2020 and he lost. I thought Republicans would win in, in a red wave um, in the midterms last year. And that was dead wrong. Um, so I'm the worst at predictions. Whatever I predict, the opposite is probably going to happen. But I mean, at this point in the in the primary, in the 2016 primaries or, or 2015 rather, Scott Walker was the front runner, right? Um, I I had forgotten that Scott Walker even ran. <laughs> okay, like I mean, he dropped. I think he dropped out before Iowa. So uh, anything can happen. And Scott Walker and Jeb Bush were the front runners at this point um, in 2015. So. If DeSantis stays on message and Trump continues to shoot himself directly in the genitals in every single interview like he has been doing lately, maybe DeSantis has a chance. Um, I don't know if you guys missed it or not, but Trump absolutely beclowned himself in an interview with Brett Baer over on Fox News. Um, clips have been coming out every every day or so now. I'll, I'll retweet a couple of them uh, under the show if you guys missed it. But I mean, he refuses to apologize for the lockdowns. He says he did nothing wrong in handling covid which is just disgusting. I mean, my goodness. If you're trying to earn right-wingers' votes, conservatives' votes, like you have to apologize for what you did. My, my goodness, the fact that he has no shame. And, and he also went on to say he has no idea why everyone isn't praising him for the vaccines. That did nothing and gave young men heart attacks. I mean, the guy's just so... He's so out of touch. Which makes sense. He's 78 years old or whatever. Like, yeah, of course. Have you met a boomer? Yeah, they're pretty out of touch. He says he wants drug dealers to get the death penalty, which is crazy. Um, but he also bragged about letting thousands of drug dealers out of prison when he was president. So it's like wherever you far you wherever you fall on that, like the libertarian side or like the populist tough on crime side, it's just totally incoherent. I mean, you can't hold those two views simultaneously. It makes no sense. The man has no idea what he's talking about. Maybe enough Republicans are just Trump cultists, so it won't matter. I mean, maybe it's just like the whole democratic partyization of the GOP, you know, maybe, maybe that's all it takes. So Trump will be the nominee, but I don't know, maybe, maybe people will get tired of, of Trump's lies and his re- refusing to apologize for, for not firing Fauci and, and the lockdowns and the, the vaccines and all that. I don't know. We'll see. And I mean, I, I hope so. I hope DeSantis has a chance, like I've said, because I've said it a million times. I know some of you guys disagree, but I am right about this one. This prediction is correct. I would not oppose Trump so hard in these primaries if he could win the general, but he just can't. He just can't. The man is going to create 90 million Joe Biden voters. He just can't beat Biden. He's become, his his, his approval rating's at 33%. He's at 23% among independents. He needs 55% of independents to vote for him. He's 22 points behind where he needs to be among independents. Like, it's just not going to happen. And a new poll came out last night of the uh, the battleground states. Uh, theore- theoretical matchup between Biden and Trump and then Biden and DeSantis. Pennsylvania. Biden 48, Trump 44. DeSantis 47, Biden uh, 45. Arizona. Biden 44, Trump 41. DeSantis 46, Biden 40. We could finally take back Arizona. Georgia. Biden 47, Trump 44, DeSantis 48, Biden 45. 
We need all three of these states. We lose one of those states, we don't we don't win the White House. DeSantis is winning all three. Trump is losing all three. If you're talking about a state like Georgia, Trump is the only Republican who can lose Georgia. We have no business losing Georgia. Brian Kemp won by double digits. Come on, folks. Just be serious for a second. We have a country to save. All right, next question. How much of a threat is RFK Jr. to Biden? Um, zero threat to win the nomination. Um, it's That's just, I know that's a pipe dream. It would be hilarious and it would be great, but it's just not going to happen. I mean, the DNC would would kill him before, before they let him win the nomination. And yes, I am being 100% serious about that. Um, and maybe he won't, maybe he won't hurt Biden at all. I mean, maybe Democrat voters are so, uh, they're, maybe they are NPC, truly just NPCs. Maybe they're so brainwashed that they will simply do whatever their televisions tell them to do. But historically, when a president is primaried, um, it hurts the incumbent. You know, George H.W. Bush, Jimmy Carter, um, there is historical precedent for that. Hopefully enough Democrats still like the Kennedy name enough to give the guy a listen. Hopefully Kennedy can shake enough Democrats' dedication to the regime that maybe some of them will sit out in the general. Um, it could happen. You know, a guy can hope, right? I mean, if you, you know, wh- whatever you think about vaccines, I mean, I think RFK Jr. is wrong. I mean, I think he's absolutely right about the COVID shot, but I think he's uh, wrong with, you know, like the direct correlation between vaccines and autism and all that. The the science just really isn't there. I mean, everything I've read, it just doesn't seem to add up to me. But, I mean, aside from that, I mean, he's like way better on war, obviously. He's against the war in Ukraine. He's uh, does not have late stage dementia, you know, like if you if you're a Democrat and you're watching then he's still a lefty on a lot of stuff, like he's not some right winger. You know, like if you're an open minded Democrat, I don't know why you wouldn't give Kennedy the time of day. You know, I mean, look at look at Joe Biden. My goodness, he's falling downstairs all the time. I mean, it's yeah, I mean, I don't know. A guy can hope. (laughs) A guy can hope. We will see. What recipes can you recommend for cooking exceptionally large deer? Now, now we're talking (laughs) enough politics for one day. Um, So for me personally, I don't mind gaminess. Um, like what people call gamey, I just call what animals taste like, you know? So, I mean, I would cook an old deer the same I would a young one or a doe and, and, you know, not mind it. Um, but there's a lot of things you can, you can do to make stuff less gamey if you have a family full of picky eaters, which, uh, thank goodness I do not. But, um, first of all, especially with a, with a big buck, um, an old, an old buck, you, you have to find it after you shoot it and get the guts out quickly. You know, you don't want to... You don't want the guts sitting in there all day, you know, especially if it's like early in the season, bow season, and it's hot. But um, in terms of cooking, for the steaks, it's even more important than normal not to overcook it if it's a big deer, you know. As rare as you can handle it, as rare as your family can handle. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't go past medium rare on, on any any steak ever from just about any animal. But, um, yeah, as rare as you can handle. And But for ground meat, I mean... Half your deer meat's going to end up in the grind pile and, you know, just season it, you know, like make dishes that, that require a lot of seasoning, like tacos, you know, make tacos with a lot of cumin and stuff, chili, you know, make it real spicy, you know, maybe some extra Worcestershire and the shepherd's pie, you know, stuff like that, you know, slow cook, slow cooking roasts with some seasonings takes, takes out any of that gaminess too. 
And uh, I mean, if you just have some monster, some seven and a half year old, two hundred and fifty pound tank, you know, <laughs> that you blood trailed in the heat for six hours and in eighty five degrees, you know, you can always just uh, you know, if that deer just really doesn't taste good. You know, you can always make jerky and sausage and snack sticks and stuff like that. And all that stuff just ends up tasting like beef, you know. There's a lot of easy recipes online on, on how to make jerky and all that. Um, you can buy, like, pre-mixed, like, sausage and snack stick kits. Um, that It's already measured out for you and everything. So there's a lot of options. I mean, anything you do with a cow, you can do with a deer or an elk or, or a moose or anything. You know, it's all... And anything you do with beef, you can do with, with venison. So you have options. But, I mean, like, you know, I've had deer meat that from deer I didn't kill that, that you know, were gamey. Um, you know, I, I don't know if the hunter didn't handle it properly uh, in the field or what or what happened. Or maybe it was ground with, like, pork fat that goes rancid in the, the, uh, the freezer after six, eight months, something like that. Uh, but even, like, gamey deer I've had. I mean, none of the deer I've killed were gamey at all. They all tasted great. But even some of the gamey stuff, like, I've just it just doesn't bother me the way it does other people. So um, I kind of just cook everything how I like it. But, yeah, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of options out there. Um, man, I just ripped through those questions as always. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening guys. Thank you so much for all the, uh, positive feedback I've been getting lately. Um, like I said, if you haven't already follow us on Twitter, um, keep in touch with us there. Um, thank you guys. Love you. I appreciate you. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. No gimmicks. Mm-hmm.